Hello from the newsroom of the Financial Times in London. I'm Josh Noble. Today we're looking at PepsiCo and the departure of its long-serving chief executive, Indra Nui. Tom Braithwaite talks to our consumer industries editor, Scheherazade Dineshku, about Ms Nui's legacy and about why there has been so much change at the top of the big food and beverage groups recently. Indra Nui has stepped down from PepsiCo after 12 years in charge. Here with me to discuss is Shahrazad Dineshku. How will she be remembered as CEO? Well, there are a number of things. Her tenure has been successful at PepsiCo. She's managed to almost double the revenues to $64 billion last year. She's grown the business internationally and she's managed the transition into making, you know, really quite unhealthy products, fizzy drinks and salty snacks healthier. But above and beyond that, she was a role model for leadership in the US. She was only one of 25 female chief executives in the Standard & Poor's 500 biggest companies. And she was born in Chennai, Madras, and therefore she was also a role model in terms of diversity. Let's look at the performance first then. So she didn't have a totally plain sailing time at Pepsi. She had one notorious battle with an activist. How did that play out and how is Pepsi today as she departs? Yes, you're right. I mean, the low point for her came in around 2011, so about five years into her tenure, when her big bet on sort of healthier foods didn't seem to be working and sales were sluggish. And Nelson Peltz, head of Tryon, an activist investor, came on board initially with a small stake, which he built up over years and really put a lot of pressure on her to split the company into the sort of slow growth uh, fizzy drinks and into a higher performing snacks company that later on he wanted her to merge with Mondelez, the maker of uh, Oreos biscuits. But she stayed firm and actually most investors stayed with her. She managed to convince investors that having the two types of products together was better And uh, he finally exited the company a couple of years ago and made a profit on his investment. And even gave her a nice sign-off yesterday, perhaps because he made that profit. Yes, exactly, yes. He was very gracious, actually. So he doesn't seem to have been too unhappy. They've parted in a friendly way. Talk about her significance then as a woman CEO. There are not many women CEOs at larger companies in the US or indeed in the UK? Yes. I mean, when she first took over in 2006, there were only 11 female chief executives. As I said at the beginning, that's now gone up to 25 in the S&P 500. So she seems to have been very aware of her mentoring role in terms of trying to bring on other women and to show them that it's quite possible to succeed in corporate life. I mean, she was often regarded as the best female CEO. You know, she was given that accolade by various business magazines. But talking to people who knew her and worked with her, I think sometimes she found it also rather irritating to be perennially referred to as a female CEO and also wanted to be seen just as a successful leader of a company rather than a female leader. So her successor, is a man, and it's uh, Ramon Laguata. What are his challenges? What is he likely to do with the company? 
Yes, well, he's been at the company 22 years and he's managed to grow what was quite a small business in the Middle East and Africa into a considerably big business with revenues of $10 billion. Indra Nui praised him for being in touch with the consumer. So I think we can take from that that he's going to continue with the path of sort of healthier food. Now, whether he splits the company or does something radical, we'll just have to see. Because the whole climate, the whole ecosystem around these consumer companies has changed a lot. You've got companies like Kraft Heinz with very aggressive management tactics. And PepsiCo is often regarded as a potential target for 3G Capital, one of the controlling shareholders in Kraft Heinz. So I don't think he's going to have an easy time, but the terrain will be different from the one she inherited. Why has there been so much turnover at food and drinks groups recently? Yes, you're right. It's interesting. Um, There have been about 17 changes of CEO at these companies in about as many months So we've seen the Coca-Cola chief exec change as well from Murtar Kent to James Quincy. And at Nestle in Switzerland, there's a new CEO there, relatively new, Mark Schneider. The CEOs of Campbell Soup and Mondelez have also changed. And I think we really are now in a new era for these consumer companies. And what will be key will be how this new generation tries to drive change at a time when you have big changes in distribution, the rise of Amazon and the like, big changes in the way companies advertise their products. They have to do it on social media now. So I think, you know, it really is a changing of the old guard to the new. Thanks very much. That was Tom Braithwaite talking to Scheherazade Dineshku, the FT's consumer industries editor. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with more news tomorrow. But in the meantime, do take a look at our latest subscriber offer, which you can find at ft.com forward slash offer 50. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Did you know the Capital Ideas podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin? Through the words and experiences of investment professionals, you'll discover who was their best mentor, what's a mistake they made that changed their approach, and how do they find their next great idea? Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc.,